What up, fam? TK, what's the deal? Uh, nothing much. Excuse me, I'm a little rusty voice. This brother working hard, kind of tired. Understandable. Yes, yeah, so I was reading your thing, so you got a new baby on the way, huh? I do, man, I do. I know uh, I sent you a message probably about a year ago, and I, like, since deleted my IG, uh, my Instagram, right. so... Yeah, I got a baby due any day now, so, you yeah, know, obviously... Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Why did you leave your Instagram and IG? Uh, I mean, I just, you know, right now my business doesn't, you know, uh, as far as what I do for a living, I don't, I'm not on Instagram right now. It just, it doesn't bring any value to me right now, so... Okay, I'm just curious. You know, yeah, so maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll come back with it at some point, but just for oh, no, 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 right no, no, now, no. it's just no, no value. Yeah, it's no point. I just want to thought maybe it was other reasons, but that, no, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just trying to hone in and, you know, focus on my situation, and I really don't, you know, want to be looking down somebody's timeline for 45 minutes, <laughs> looking at <laughs> looking at other people's lives. So I just really right. want to focus on my own situation right now. Yeah, that's so true. So what did you want to know about the baby? What's going on? Well, I mean, well, really, I mean, you know, like I said before, like, you know, I'm at a different point, you know, of my relationship uh, now you know, with, mm-hmm. with, my, with my girl now. So, obviously, things have changed, you know. So, now I just kind of wanted to, you know, obviously give you an overview of what was going on. And, you know, maybe you can help me out with some advice as far as how to balance everything. And Okay, you know, go ahead. I'm listening. Okay, cool. So, anyway, uh, me and my girl been together for, like, you know, like a year and a half. Uh, you know, we kind of were not on the best of terms in the beginning. You know, I was mm-hmm. kind of really just focused on, you know, my career and, you know, actually really just taking your advice from the show, you know. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so so really, you know, just focused on my career, just focused on just trying to get myself in the best position as possible, you know, and just really working. So, you know, right. obviously it's, it's hard to do that and build a relationship, you know, with somebody at the same time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I made a decision that, you know, I was going to kind of choose a career over her at that specific time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kind of followed my heart and, and kind of, you know, went to focus in on working. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, I got the news. Okay. Right. So, obviously, I got the news. So, we had a conversation and, you know, uh, I left it very open. I just said simply, hey, you know, whatever decision you make, I'm I'm here and, you know, I want to support you. Because she's a great person. You know what I mean? It was right, just where right. I was at at that it was just where I was at at that specific time. It's kind of like, you know, but. So the baby made you change your ways. Oh, wait, I, I think that the, the baby, the baby kind of, I, I think maybe uh, it, it kind of made it, and this might sound crazy to where I feel like, okay, she's already a good person anyway. So I feel like the baby kind of made me say like, okay, she, I'm meant to be with her in a sense, if mm. I'm making sense. That sounds like so, a dumb make sense, but it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> You, had a baby. Well, you didn't want to take the condom off, man. But go ahead. Right, right, right. So what uh-huh. I'm saying is, like, I'm not going. I'm not going to try to say, oh, I'm just, weird, you know, because that's not the case. I love her, but okay. at the same time, like, I was just focused on other things. You know, what I mean, my whole, you know, my life for the most part is is, is just been based off of, you know, me kind of putting my emotions to the side and just handling my business. So I've always okay. been like that kind of a loner in a sense. Mm-hmm. So when that came along, I just started having different visions, and you make, you know, emotional decisions and shit like that. So, Right, uh, true. You know, so I made a decision to just basically say, hey, you know, uh, 
you know, let's, 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 you know, whatever the case, I made a, a decision from that day on to just continue to build, right? I knew shit wasn't going to be perfect. You know, obviously dealing with women and they, you know, the way they feel today and tomorrow, mm-hmm. and, you know, all that changes. So, you know, really what I'm just trying to do is just, you know, really just find some balance between, you know, still, you know. Okay, no disrespect. Secure. You're talking in circles now. You're repeating the same thing, but differently every time you repeat it. So okay. what is, yeah, so what, is that you're looking for? What's the balance? I mean, just just learning how to, you know, how can I put my, you know, family and, you know, balance everything at home and, and now. Still, so y'all live not, together now. Correct. Yeah, we do live together now. Okay. Cool. Okay. So she's not working. No. She, well, at this point, she's not working because obviously she's doing any day. So right. You okay. Know, but, so there's no problems at home. I mean, you know, little communication issues here and there, but you know, for the most, you know, just I I should, I can't really just, you know, women and they move swings. You know, I think Mm -hmm. we have a good, respectable relationship, but it's just, you know, you know, she has another child as well, so you know, Mm -hmm. shit don't go perfect with the, you know, the other other gentleman, which I I try to stay out of that completely. But that's smart. That's smart. Stay out of it. Yeah, if things don't go well with that situation or whatever, you know, it's just a. The, the 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 up and down emotions and then we was you know you know we kind of having the marriage conversation and all that so mm-hmm. it's just a you know just, does she want to get married? Does she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. <laughs> okay, but you don't. I ain't gonna say I don't. I'm just like you know a lot of times and I don't know if I'm like making up an excuse, but mm-hmm. I love her. You know, I don't see myself. I get it. You can talk real with me, fam. Talk all all right. I need you to talk. Let me say something to you. When you talk about marriage and children, you talk to me, you have to be brutally honest because we're talking right. about a life-changing event. Right, right. So to answer life your question, right, right. So to answer your question, I do want him want to marry her, but mm-hmm. it's like I don't know if I'm ready to do it tomorrow. Okay. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, and this is just my observation, though. Sometimes I feel like women just want to get married, you know, kind of for that. Now, I'm not saying she don't love me, but women want to get married for that title and just look and say, oh, she's married, she's happy, and all that shit. But mm-hmm. me, I just look at it completely different to where I feel like marriage is a, you know, not only a, a I just feel like it's a different level of commitment that I would have to make. Doesn't mean I'm not willing to do it. However, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, am I am I mentally ready to where in a year I won't say fuck it, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? So it's kind of right, like because it all depends. On the, see, some women when they get married want to be known, right? Just mm-hmm. someone, oh, you keep me a secret. Don't nobody know about me, bitch. Who do you want me to tell? <laughs> right. Like, do you want me to have a press conference? Do you want me to go on top of the world to shout it out? And those type of women will run a real nigga away because he... I get you 100%. But in some cases, I feel like women can't do that all the time, right? They can do it for a day or two. Yeah. You know, the next day it's kind of like... Exactly. (laughs) Right. So I think that's, like, that's where I'm at, too, is to where, like, okay, I want to... 
you know, I, 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 I did make a decision to do something, you know, within the last couple of weeks that have changed since I sent you the first uh, Instagram post. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, again, I just wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be right. I mean, you hear all all these different stories, and I'm just so down, man, we can so down, let me talk because you talk to hear yourself talk. So now let me talk. Okay. I just wanted, I just wanted <laughs> to bad. let you talk because you're venting. I, I like for people to vent, but now you got to let me talk. Okay. So the, the, the marriage thing is, there's so many levels. It's based on where your mindset of your girl. Mm-hmm. Some some women want to have a big wedding, right? And they don't know how much of a strain and pain it puts on whoever is putting the bill. Mm-hmm. Because if you do your research in anything in life, you do your research on marriages, people who have big weddings, weddings never last. Never. It's a high, high percentage of divorce. Mm-hmm. Then, like you say, you have women who want to be known because they want to brag to their family members and friends and people who don't know, but they set themselves up for failure. Mm-hmm. Setting themselves up for failure, the more people you tell, the more people you brag about, if it doesn't work out a year, year and a half, depending on the guy, depending on the girl, the hell you're going to pay when it doesn't work out a man or female, depending on who they are, can't handle the pain. Because, see, people are brutal today. Mm-hmm. People will clown so bad. You know, some, you know uh, some celebrities put their babies on Instagram and people are like, that's an ugly damn baby. Like, yeah. people would never say no shit like yeah. that back in the day. It's no filter. No filter. So mm-hmm. when you're older and you have more wisdom than a person, sometimes a female or the man doesn't take that into consideration. I mean, your money got to be right. right. To be mad. Just to take pressure off you. Like, say you don't work out she's not working, do you have enough paper to set up until she get on her feet? Do you have enough paper to get on your get you another spot and both of y'all go your separate ways? Because if not, there's a lot of people who are listening to the show right now live with somebody that they don't like. They used to fuck, used to be married to, but because their money's not right, they got to be roommates. They got to live with them. Right. They got to live with them. Sometimes... It gets so cold, and they become really such good buddies. They bring other motherfuckers that they see into the house that they kicking it at, yo. Wow. Oh, it's, it's so many levels to what you're saying. So that's why I'm, I'm going to give you all the options so you right. could best know. At least you heard it. At least you could play this back one day and to other people that could play it back. And make these because I'm not trying to discourage. One thing I'm not trying to do is discourage you not to get married. Right. But I want you to know is what your options are if you decide to get married, because she's gonna want to get married. Then you put yourself in a a crazy situation as a man, because now you got to help out with the other baby. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to take care of the new baby that's coming in. And you got to take care of the other man's child because right. it's a package. It's a package deal. Of course, right. you know. So you, you have mm-hmm. to deal with that and whatever BS goes with that, or however how, how crazy this man is. 
mm-hmm. you got to deal with that. So these are the things that you that you got to deal with, fam. These are things that you got to deal with. Let me tell you what I want you to do with your child, though. Most parents have a kid and not think about one day that kid is going to be 18 or 21 years old. Mm-hmm. So what I want you to do every month, I want you to open up another account in your name because the baby's too young to have it in her, his or her name. Mm-hmm. And I want to put you, I want you to put the hundred fifty, whatever you can, for twenty one years. Never touch that account. Mm-hmm. And when your child turns twenty one and want to get their own apartment, a place to live, they get a check when they get ready to move out. So they're not mm-hmm. behind the eight ball. See, mm-hmm. most parents will let a child grow up their whole fucking life, get 18, and tell the kid, oh, you got to go to work because you're grown <laughs> so you can yeah. start living your own place. Well, guess what? Your kid has an 18-year late start compared to families that know. Mm-hmm. Every child that leaves their parents' house at 21 should have a check so they can get buy a house. Mm-hmm. That's something you definitely got to do. So when your kid makes that move at 21 or whatever, and they get ready to leave, um, savings along with life insurance, you know, make your kid a beneficiary of your life insurance, put her mom down as a, or, or on the will mm. or whatever you want to do and, and have that structured for your kids. Like us, it's so many men that have children and they wait and wait and wait about their life insurance and never get it. And then the girl and the kid got to suffer for the rest of their damn life because dad was out partying, drinking, and never took the time to sign the papers. And all you got to do, you could you could go on legal Zoom and do it yourself or you can get yourself an attorney to do it. All you got to do is look around and the types of attorneys that can do it for you, but those things are so, so, so important that you know that. And make sure you got medical insurance, you know, and make sure the kid is taken care of. You can do all that. You save yourself a lot of headache. And try your best to be disciplined. What I mean by that is not fuck another woman. And if you got to fuck another woman, fuck them and leave them. Don't fuck them have a side bitch. Now I'm talking to you like I would talk to my son. Don't fuck them have a side bitch because once a girl catches you cheating, and and women today, depending on their mindset too, right, they consider everything cheating. If you you go on Instagram and put a heart on a a picture, right, uh-huh. These hoes are so weak minded, they'll say, You motherfucker cheating. Mm-hmm. Then you got some women that uh, go through your phone, see that you got pictures from all different types of women. They'll screenshot it, right? Hold on to mm-hmm. it. And when you get in an argument, they'll send you pictures of the bitches that sent you pictures. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't kept this shit in their archives. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And then some women won't even let you go. Like, bitch, leave. Like, I'm done. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta fuck with me. You don't trust me. Leave. And a female was like, "Well, I just want you to fix it." Well, fix what? You don't trust me. You're gonna have this for the rest of your life, 
And I tell anyone that's listening to this, if you dealing with a guy you can't trust him, and guys, if you got a woman and you don't trust her, it's best to find somebody else. But you know what the problem is? Most people are afraid to find someone else. Right. Yeah. They are. They don't think that they can meet anybody else. It's seven billion motherfucker people on this yeah. earth. <laughs> Yeah. Seven billion. I ain't never had a problem meeting another motherfucker ever in my life. You know, never. You know, so, you know, that's one thing. I, you know, how Jay-Z said, I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Mm-hmm. Real shit. But that's what you got to do with having so me, a child. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. So I guess, I mean, like, as far as, you know, I definitely agree with, you know, all the things you said. And, you know, as far as, like, so, like, you know, that shit is a kind of a waste of time. It's too much juggling, especially when you got a lot of stuff going on at work. Right. And I guess my I guess my, my question is, where I'm at at this point, is, you know, just trying to find, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, you know, real estate sales business, so I'm super, super busy at work. Mm-hmm. And obviously just starting, you know, just – pretty much getting the family started is right. you know, how do I, you know, how do I necessarily juggle both without seeming like, because I, guess, I think women's favorite thing to fall on is, oh, you make time for what you want to make time for. Right. Not, not understanding that if I just had a long, you know, stressful day at work, or whatever the case is, it's not that I make time for what I want to make time for, but sometimes I need to, 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 to sit in the room for an hour by myself. Yeah, because you can Mm-hmm. I right. agree, and, and it's a gift and a curse, right? When you if you didn't work, you would meet a bitch that say, "Are you lazy? You don't do nothing." Mm-hmm. Your girl met a motherfucker that do something and stood at time. So here's two things: one, you have to decompress. Or three, you have to first you got to have you got to communicate, and you tell the mm-hmm. person, "Listen, let's make time for you." But every now and then, you got to let me come home and decompress and chill for a minute, like a peace of mind. Three, there's a powerful word called schedule. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is make a schedule, meaning you look at your calendar. You say, on this particular day, I want to take you out. On this particular day, I want to do this. On this particular day, baby, I really want to rest. But I want to show mm-hmm. you that, like, you know, like date night, that type of thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. So this next Saturday, honey, we're going to the movies. Babe, on this particular day, we're going to go bowling. Babe, this is day, you know what we're going to do? Let's go um, uh, to the park and do As long as you have it scheduled out and also mm-hmm. leave room in there that things can happen, like I exactly. could get sick, I could get mm-hmm. flu, there could be a personal situation. Like, don't, don't hold me hostage to what I say. I'm making this effort, but if things come up, because something could come up on her part, something on your mm-hmm. part, no one judges the other person and say, Oh, you did this, you did that. You don't want to do that. And and, and I think that's how you win. If because you say I we do, don't schedule things. Right. I think, you know, I, I do think that physically writing this shit out and maybe putting it on the refrigerator might help. Yeah, it will help I, because think, you, can see, you can see it. Right. And you put yeah. on the calendar, date with wife or date with my baby. Make sure you put uh-huh. words like that, date with my baby. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, I, I just find myself, and I think uh, maybe it's just a woman thing, and maybe they, you know, they got their certain ways they feel about men, but I just find myself saying the exact same 
thing every single day about yeah. things that are subject to change. Things, you know, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen. And it's just kind of like, you know, now so, so so now I end up not only not spending time with the family, but also I end up losing out at work because I'm thinking about the, the, the disagreement or the argument or whatever that we just had. Yeah. When I See, I always believe... Yeah, when I also I also believe that when a man is getting money and you got a job that's a hustle, you mm-hmm. shouldn't be married. Because or you shouldn't be in a relationship because it is a distraction. Mm-hmm. See when niggas really getting it and I see you getting it, you can't be distracted. Because what you're talking about will knock you off your square. So you got to communicate immediately and put that on the refrigerator. Have a conversation with her because what women women are keep poking, right? They keep poking, keep poking, keep poking. Now you don't want to fuck her no more. You don't even look at her the same because men do not like to be aggravated. So girls are saying, "Oh, you don't touch me," you know, romantic in your your mind, you want to touch them, but physically, you burnt oh, out because <laughs> you're going to walk out mentally, bitch, that I can't even get an erection for you. Because you complain in every fucking day over nothing. I come straight home. I ain't gambling. I ain't in the streets. I never know homie's house. I go to work. I come straight to the house. And they still complain not knowing how well they have it. So you you take the first step. You tell you love her. You're going to communicate. Yeah, I think I lost you. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Going. No, I, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> like these are things that I've tried before, but it's just kind of like, you know, I, and I think it's just a woman thing, right? I've never really been in a serious relationship, so it's a lot of, mm-hmm. like, you know, immaturity on my part, too. But it's just kind of like, you know, I, I feel like I do 95 to 80, you know, I do a lot of things right, right? But it's just certain mm-hmm. things from an emotional standpoint that I feel like I don't have it figured out yet. Right. But and you'll I, grow, you know, it's, it's, you, you, it'll come to you as you grow. And it, it's based mm-hmm. on her, too, because if you could find a great relationship with a girl, and ladies, you find a great guy. If you got great communication skills, nobody's petty. Because some relationships, the reason why they have problems because somebody's petty, yo. Mm-hmm. Somebody is like on a high school fucking level, complaining about shit that you look at and like, are we really fucking arguing over something so stupid? And you know what an emotional bitch you do? You have to let me be me. You have to let me get this off my chest so I need to. And you're looking at this person like, it's not that fucking serious. <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me that we're arguing over this. Mm-hmm. And that's what scares me about women. Mm-hmm. The pettiness. Or they're not financially ready, or if they are financially ready, they mentally not prepared. You know, women can date out their league as well, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, because a girl can have a bad body, be beautiful, but her mind is not prepared for a handsome nigga 
or a nigga that other bitches like. So these girls are going to your Instagram and, and, and troll through your Instagram mm-hmm. and look at certain women, I guess women who are intimidating or women they think they attractive to, that they think they're attractive and put emojis and hearts and under your name or in there so the person that you don't even speak to no motherfucking more can say, oh, they married or to spark that person into reaching out to them to have a conversation. Because some women look for trouble. Mm-hmm. And then when you check a female, now all of a sudden you're a bully. But you the one that brought this up. I don't even speak to these hoes. And you going back five, six years on my IG, I respect you and cutting down your page because that's one less thing you got to worry about with a female. You don't want to deal with that because you work your handsome guy on nobody. You don't want nobody. You don't want your girl saying, "Oh, you took a picture with somebody at the office and she attracted her," uh-huh. and then she following the bitch like you know he's got a baby, he's doing this, he's doing that, man. Man, please. <laughs> also, I just wanted to—I uh, wanted to try. I guess really bring one more thing to the conversation. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, uh, you know, like if we do have disputes and shit, a lot of times it's based off of me probably not having the best day, and she feels like that I should talk to her about those type of problems. But I don't know. I just feel like the more you talk about your problems, the more of a problem they become. So, or they use it back uh, on you later. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So mm-hmm. I think I think that's also, I mean, and I don't know if that's just communication, whatever the case is, but, you know, sometimes I really don't want to talk to her about certain stuff because I don't feel like she'll understand it. She won't understand it. You know, she won't understand it. You could try, but she won't. And depending mm-hmm. on her mindset, depending on her maturity, if she's not mature, right, she's going to bring it back around and say, well, that's why you have problems here at the house because remember the... The job situation, you did X, Y, and Z. Well, you're not noticing what you're doing there, and you're doing it here at the same house, and that's why you wasn't able to do X, Y, blah, 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 blah. And you, like, holding it over your head. Mm-hmm. You know, so what you got to do is try, when you come in, try to de- decompress, but leave your problems at the job. For sure. Do you work out? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, you know, I've I, I, I slipped a little bit. You know, I don't go to the gym as much. I'm still in, if you stay in the gym. I got to go you know. to the gym and run or punch a bag or lift weights. It'll help you when you're coming home because you'll have something to burn that extra energy off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we funny, all need I noticed, that. Right, I noticed two things, too. Whatever I don't do, either working out or I don't read, you know, it just feel like I'm, you know, I'm not in the best mood. You know, reading and working out, I just feel like those two things together. When I was doing those things consistently, right, like nothing, nothing really affected me. Like, well, I ain't gonna say nothing, but you, you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying. Like, so you know what you're saying, had... right? You don't hear what you have to tell you what just happened. You ready? So mm-hmm. your problem, and this is, that's not a major problem. It's a small problem. You're not in alignment with yourself. Mm-hmm. So the situation has taken you out your lane. So you got to get back in the gym and you got to start making time to read 
But really, it's hard, yo. It's really hard being a, a great husband or a great boyfriend mm-hmm. because you're pulled so many ways. You ever notice that when people get in relationships, they get fat? They stop yeah. working out because you can't mm-hmm. do every motherfucking thing. Yeah. You try to take care of the, the young lady, trying to take care of the kid. You're trying to work. The last thing you got in your mind is hitting the gym. Mm-hmm. So you got to schedule what time of the day you want to work out. You got to schedule what, that, what the day that you really going to give her a lot of time. And she says she's your partner. She has to be your partner. She has to understand everything that you're doing. That's what you tell us. I'm doing this. I'm making a schedule so I can make sure that we, I give you the type of time that you want because I love you. And she should say yes to that. And you put it on the yeah, calendar. I'm gonna yeah, I'm going to put this on the calendar in about a week or so. Once I figure out the dates and what I want to do here, and I'm going to post it, babe, and I want you to look at it. And when we got a date night, I need you to be ready at this particular time. But remember, if something does come up, don't be mm-hmm. like, don't be so disappointed that you're yelling and screaming at me because something happened in life. I think you'll be okay. All right. And then you got to schedule the baby because you something you're gonna have to get up and walk the baby, yo. <laughs> Believe me, I used to do it. I used to get up and walk my babies. I ain't play. I love my kids. I was when they mom sleep. I get the baby up and walk with my baby. Sure did. And the one the thing that's most important because I want you to be connected to your child forever. Make sure under no circumstances. That you don't miss the day the child being born, and watch where I'm going. Oh, never. No, watch where I'm going now. I want you to be the man that cut the biblical cord. Mm-hmm. Once you cut the biblical cord, you will be connected to that child for a life. It's a bond that I cannot explain. Right. But once you cut that biblical cord, yo, y'all connected. Believe me when I tell you that. And you will be a great dad. You will always be concerned. Make sure you save your money. Make sure you follow the the things that I have suggested to you. And I think that you will truly, truly have a great outcome. Because, see, I wish everybody had a TK. Mm-hmm. And I wish everybody had a TK on their shoulder. Because, you know, I had to learn by trial and error. I didn't have a TK. Right. You know, I had to make mistakes and do this and do that. And thank God that, you know, I was able to survive and stay on track. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you know, and and I have grown and and learned a lot since listening to your show. Because I feel like, you know, even, you know, throughout the last couple of months, as far as my, me actually going through the situation and not really, you know, talking to you or talking to anybody else. Like, a lot of times it's, it's weird, but, like, you, I get a better advice or better, you know, direction from, like, older women. Like, there's no men who, 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 like, live life that can actually give me direction, I felt like. Right, right. Because I look at they, I look at their result, and it's kind of, like, hard to – I'm not saying – I think you can learn something from everybody, right? Right. But, you know, I haven't really had a lot of adults or, you know, like, men who've actually lived and navigated through life that can actually share stuff from their perspective. Right. So I feel like, you know, you brought a lot of value from that. Oh, thank you, my man. I really – and I didn't really know how – 
important this show was, fam. Because I think about how I really didn't want to do it at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, it took me a year to say yes to this shit. Because right. like I say all the time, when he was asking me to do it, I didn't even know what a podcast was. I was saying iPod. All these right. niggas want me to do an iPod and shit like that. I was like, I ain't got time yeah. to do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know? I was like, I ain't got time to do that. And something I was going to say, you was talking. Oh, how's your credit, Sam? Uh, my credit's pretty pretty decent. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. So the fans that's listening, the thing that I told everybody last year going to this year, I'm going to start stressing credit. Mm-hmm. Credit and life insurance this year. I want people to mm-hmm. start getting their credit good. And I want to make sure I start getting men and women insured over the next 10 years. My goal is to get at least 2 million people, if not more, life insurance or some type of burial insurance or medical insurance to protect themselves to create generational wealth. That's so important. You know, that's so important. And like I tell people, when you go through the neighborhoods and you see some white people in them big-ass buildings and maybe a few blacks here and there, Everybody ain't go to college. Mm-hmm. That's why people, you need to go to my uh, website, official tkkirkman.com, and look for credit. And I want you to call this young lady named Cheryl Anderson. She is an expert, yo, on getting people's credit together. She'll explain to you from A to Z how to, what to do, and get it right. Because I'm tired of men who living with women because they name ain't on the lease. Or men who are driving around cars, right? But they, they cheating and the car's in the girl's name. And now the girl is looking for you like a repo man because one of her girlfriends on store, a bitch yeah. in the car with you, and a girl for your plate. Yeah. You or fight. I'm sorry. Yeah, or the guy um, put a car in his name. The bitch got a nigga in his car. So everybody got to start getting credit in their own name and taking it very, very seriously. That's so important, y'all. That credit thing is so important. And as the months go on, we'll start talking about life insurance. To my fans, the stand-up comedy... On November 9th, I'm November 9th, shit, I'm way, I'm way going. February 9th, I'm in um, Daniel, at the Daniel Beach Casino in Florida. It's going to be a great show with a young comedian named Razor and I'm Larry Dog, right? I'm doing that, so that's November 9th for early that day. I'm doing uh, a march um, with Trayvon Martin's family, the Trayvon Martin gentleman who got murdered a couple of years ago. I'm the keynote speaker for that particular event. So it's free. We want everybody to come through and show support for one of our fallen young men who um, died by that man Zimmerman who was still walking the streets and all that. And I, you know, when I deal with this, like I talk politically correct so I don't hurt nobody's feelings or mm-hmm. people think I want to kill the man. So just come to the to the um, the walk. Just go on my Instagram page, TK underscore Kirkland, K-I-R-K-L-A-N-D, and you'll see all the information for the um, the walk and then the comedy show that night. And then on the 12th, you'll find me in New York City 
at Cafe Salsa with the um, Rob Stapleton in the Bronx. And that show, if anybody knows about it, is free. It's off the chain. It's a pre-Valentine's Day event that you're going to love. And it's just something that we give back to the people in New York City. Good people, good food, great atmosphere. And then I'll shoot back down to Miami on the 14th just to relax for a couple of days. And then you'll see me at the Comedy Theater in Norcross, Georgia, um, February 28th through the 1st. Okay. And I just keep doing. I just keep doing. What city do you live in? I'm in Detroit. All right, Detroit. I'm doing the punchline in Detroit, so I'm gonna give you tickets to the show. Um, okay. I came and saw you. Uh, I missed the last show you was here, but I came and saw you. Uh, was it 2017? I think it was in like around Swedish Day or something like that. Right. I think it was um, at the um, musical. Yeah, yeah, it was at the musical. Yeah, at the musical. Yes, yeah, so I'm recording my album in Detroit on April 4th at the Punchline. My new album, okay. I'm calling it Player to Player, Pimp to Pimp. So I just I chose that city just the other day to do my album. So it's a, a thing that I've been doing over the last couple of years because I own my own comedy label. So I'm just building a catalog over the next 10, 15 years because a lot of comedians don't take the time to put a catalog together. They go around the country for years and do comedy. They got a special out and do this, but they don't have a catalog of comedy where you can have an extra avenue of income coming in. And to the people about my Netflix special, I know that shit is late because, you know, I shot my Netflix special a year ago. I hooked up with this attorney, and the attorney did not do what he said he was going to do. So now we are in a bitter, not a bitter situation, He's really trying to make it up for this 12 months really too late because this shit still should have been out. You know, so we'll see what happens this year because, you know, I put, I put up my own money for it, to film it, to get it right, and I just hate in the public's eye, I look like mm-hmm. I'm a liar. So my book, because of this attorney, my special because of this attorney, um, having a hole, but it's something I got to deal with, bite the bullet, take it on the chin, but... Something that I got to deal with in my world. So don't forget, you got this is my cell phone number too. You stay in touch. I got tickets okay. for you um, April 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th. I think it's four days. And we'll rock it out. Okay. I appreciate it. All right. So stay focused. I hope you can remember everything that we talked about. But as long as you communicate, mm-hmm. as long as you put that shit up on your refrigerator. <laughs> and listen, the day that the baby's born, I want you to bring, don't bring them little fucking flowers they have in the hospital. I want you to find a florist, mm-hmm. right? And bring two dozen long white stem roses and 24 white balloons. Remember that. 24. Yep. White long stem roses. You got time to look for them. You even got to have them shipped in. But somebody, somewhere in Michigan, you should be able to get that. You want long white stem roses and 24 white balloons. And watch when you walk in the room. Watch when you get up the elevator. The women, everybody going to be looking about, wow. And you just remember me, nigga. You're going to be like, yo, thank you, T, to the motherfucking <laughs> tank. <laughs> All right.
That's what you do. You know, and she'll love that. It'll just make everything so beautiful. And her, her father's there. Her mom is in the room. They're going to really, your stock going to go up with them as well because it shows that you really care about her and that baby. Mm-hmm. Now, you have insurance on your wife? Uh yeah, we I, I got I have we haven't combined we haven't got married yet. I mean we're engaged. Well, I mean that's your wife, but do you have insurance on her yet? Uh no. Because here's the thing that people forget. I have to bring this up before I get up the phone with you. You know, a lot of people take giving take birth like it's just simple and easy, but sometimes women die on the table. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if you could try to get something. And the next week or so, it doesn't take that long to get her insured just in case. you. I know people might say, oh, that's rude. Uh, that's right, right, right. They think like that, but you got to think like that because it can happen. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I just it had a... Uh, that's why I respect what you're saying. And I know you probably got to run here, but... No, 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 no. Take off. Are you good? That's why I just... Going with the, uh, you know, obviously with the credit, that's really super important. And also the life insurance. Like I just had two relatives, uh, aunt and a grandmother, pass this week. Mm-hmm. But because we had, you know, life insurance, it's no, you know, we're not stressing about, you know, covering expenses and stuff like that. But how we yeah. didn't, you know, I mean, it'll be a completely different ballgame because not a lot it'll of people, you know, save money or a lot of people in a position to chip in. So, Or they don't think they're going to die. Exactly, and and that little petty, you know, you spend, you know, twenty to sixty dollars a month. You spend that on, you know, you'll be surprised what you spend that on a month. Yeah. So I think people shouldn't really focus on that initial, you know, whatever they spend it monthly. You know, just look at it like it's an investment and not being right. Insist, you know, not being insensitive about death, but I mean, yeah, because <laughs> And the thing that I want people to understand is, is a lot of insurance companies. You pick who you want. And when you ask for the insurance company, you ask them uh, after almost any term, do you surrender their account? A lot of people don't know what this means. So let me put you up on game. Surrender your account means let's say you are doing sixty dollars a month. Let's use that as a term. So for nine years, you're putting sixty dollars a month away, right? When you surrender your account, they give you your money back, dog. Oh. Every dime that you put in there over the ten years. You get every penny back. Oh, and, I mean, they take the taxes out, but they give you every penny back. But you got to be smart. Watch what I'm going to tell you. you. They give you your money back, but then they want you to be smart. You want to sign up for another 10 years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They want you to sign up another 10 years because you don't want to be not insured. Mm-hmm. You can't be walking around here a human and not be worth anything. That's like the right. dumbest thing in the world to have zero value on your life. Okay. So you gotta take out the insurance and you gotta leave it to somebody, but you never leave anybody the principal, you always leave them the interest. And you take it up with an attorney, you explain to them, you take whatever else care, I don't care fuck five thousand dollars, you put that shit away and that's on level the interest. You know, even though I really think that number is a little you go back to my key five thousand dollars. But if the right. numbers are high, you put that away and let them live off the interest because whether it's five thousand, whether it's a million or ten million, if you don't have it set up as a trust or that person's that smart, they're gonna run through it. Okay. 
So I got a question. I know this not a. Okay. I know there's not a. I know there's not a life insurance seminar, but <laughs> but my question is like when you do that, when you say okay, I just want to give them the. You said the principal or the interest. You give them the interest. You set it up revocable trust, and you have okay. a will. The will will say to you where you want your money to go, right? Your attorney okay. has set everything up about revocable trust that when you die, the insurance money goes straight into the trust of mm-hmm. you that you named and is set up already. The trust, based on what you said in your will, tells everybody who gets what over the next 10, 20 years. And then when they die, uh, they pass that exactly. money on to exactly. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then if you depending on how much money you got saved, then you tell your um, accountant or the people who are doing your um, will, you want to do what you call a dynasty trust, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, the tax bracket situation now is high now. So they take yeah. 40, 30 to 40% of what you, when you die. Mm-hmm. All right? But in the dynasty trust, once you pass, they can't touch taxes for 350 years. Oh. So that money grows for 350 years. That's two, three generations, Joe. Wow. You're kind of smart. <laughs> right, no, that's, that's, some, that's some hell of a knowledge. I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I, I just hear life insurance and amount, but, you know, you never really look into it to... To, to really know, you know, exactly what you can do with it. But, okay. Right. Yeah. So since you read a lot, you just start reading up on it so you get better knowledge, start talking to people, you can always call me, and I can put mm-hmm. you in touch with the right people and all that, and you start rocking from there. Yep. Okay. Got my number. See you April 4th. All right. Appreciate you, man. All right. One second. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkham Podcast. As always, I hope that we have learned something from my show because I, all I try to do is just be honest and tell all you guys the truth. And may you live your life to the fullest. May you apply the things that I say from my heart to your life to better your life. And make sure that you accomplish something today. It's the TK Kirkland Podcast. God bless. My man, I'll see you around the yeah. world. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.